Welcome to Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures. My name's Andrew Vanderbeek, and whilst I do a million and a half things, you're probably going to find me on most days hanging out with my amazing team of accountants and bookkeepers on the Mornington Peninsula of Victoria, where we do a bunch of cool accounting technology advisory stuff for our clients with a dash of purpose and plenty of craziness. And I'm Ali Garrett from All In Advisory in Radelaide. I'm accountant through and through and absolutely love the game. We've won a few awards along the way and have absolutely loved starting up our own firm. Now, before we start talking on any particular topics of anything at all to do with the accounting industry, we figured it probably is a good time for us to let you know a little bit more about ourselves, our businesses and where we've come from. So a little while ago, Ali and I were involved in a project with another organization to help to put together a podcast uh, where where there'd be some hosting and a lot of interviews and questions and comments and that kind of stuff. Uh, And unfortunately, that organization made a decision to uh, cut some funding to certain areas. And one of those areas was the podcast that we were putting together, which is okay. And it was, we were a bit shattered about it, but we totally understand that. Um, However, we're sitting around saying, well, we've done all this work. And we have recognized that we work really well together. So what would it look like if we put a podcast together on our own terms? And what an amazing opportunity to work through our stories, to work through the community stories on how to set up an accounting firm. What are the things that work? What are the things that don't work? What are the things that have been an absolute win for us? And really to build the community and start the conversation. And Andrew, we do work well together and I find you incredibly entertaining. So, you know, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, you and I both get asked very similar questions. Or, you know, how do you do this? What do you think about that? What's your problem? solving approach to this kind of thing and and we figured like why don't we take those ideas those questions and those conversations uh, and record that in a bit more depth and then release it out so we can almost have a catalog of this kind of content out there just to help the community to understand the way we would approach things but also as we unpack this further the way other people might look at it as well a bit of a pick your brain, as yeah. you may. And I don't mind that every now and again. Pick so. away, pick away. <laughs> Absolutely. So let the adventures begin. So I first, you first came in my peripheral because um, you'd won a few awards. Thought Leader of the Year was mm. the one that came to mind. And I started following you on the socials and I was like, oh, I'm well impressed with this bloke. <laughs> and then I saw you talk at BGL RegTech in Adelaide and I was wildly impressed. And I don't often get wildly impressed. Lee will uh, attest to that one. Feel free to say that as much as you want throughout the podcast. I'm, o- I'm okay to hear that. I most probably will. I'm a bit of a cheerleader. So you <laughs> <laughs> You'll get some free kicks along the way. And um, then I had the opportunity to speak at a Zero Education Day at a Zero Conference, the last one we had pre-COVID. Yeah, in Brisbane. In Brisbane. And I got to meet you in person. Mm. And what you were saying on your socials and what you'd said on stage was exactly who you were. And that authenticity cut through and I just thought, wow, this bloke is the real deal. And then... Since then, we've kind of caught up bits and pieces and then we had the rumble, what I like to call AKA Accountants Camp. (laughs) And yeah, it just kind of blew up from there. And then we were offered to co-host something Mm -hmm. that never eventuated. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, well, hello. Why, Why not? not do it together? Yeah. So I think my me getting to know you goes back a little bit further than um, BGR Rage Tech and 
and I didn't actually get to know you because I might have met someone who works with you uh, at a, another conference where I was speaking and I bumped in and had, had a bit of a chat with- Who I like to call Lethal Lee. Lethal Lee. I wasn't going to say her name. Uh, I don't believe she was working with you at the time. It was This was pre-All In. Uh, and I bumped into her there and, and I got to meet her and hear about a, a few things that she was passionate about and, and also some of the frustrations of where she was at too, which, uh, which is once again one of the reasons for why we're sitting here. And, and then- I think just throughout the couple of years after that, you've just continually popped up here and there. And every time I've seen you do something, you've been able to, you've just, you articulate things so damn well that um, I think I sit in the crowd there or listen on a podcast or wherever it is. And I'm like, yeah, like you've just put what I think into words really, really well, but you're, you're also very focused. So one thing Ali mentioned beforehand was this thing called the rumble, um, which is a thing that we'll continue to do. It's a crazy idea that I had a couple of years ago. Well, not even – yeah, probably a couple of years ago of of how accounting conferences, uh, as great as they can be, are still geared towards the few thousand people are there. And thus they have to be some sort of generic approach. They have to have a pay-to-play. And some of the people standing on stage are good and some of the people standing on stage sharing are not so good. Um, and that means that when people go, sometimes they're not as engaged and connected and they don't learn and they don't walk away with like good quality stuff. And I said, well, how do I learn? Well, I learn in peer group-based peer group learning stuff. So why don't I just find a handful of accountants take them away to the middle of nowhere, into somewhere beautiful, feed them well, do some good meditation yoga, get some good quality speakers. <laughs> Heads who, up, we need to talk about that yoga. The yoga? It was good. I liked the yoga. You, you got caught in a position that we were sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting for this damn thing to stop. Mm. <laughs> I was in pain. Mm. Anyway, another story for another day. We'll talk about Andrew's yoga adventures on another <laughs> podcast episode. But yeah, so so um, and that was probably where we got to know each other properly. Yeah, because uh, we'd bumped into each other at ZeroCon and we'd seen each other like you know socially online and all those kind of things, but we'd never really spent any time together. Mm. And so at the inaugural rumble when we went to Beechworth in Victoria, you you and Lee trusted me as well as a few other people uh, around the country trust me to to fly into Melbourne, to hop in a car with me, allow me to drive them five hours into the middle of nowhere, and trust that whatever I was going to do for the next three days was going to be of value. And I think for those three days, for the people that were there, and there were some great people, um, Nat Lennon, Zach Hayes, um, yep. yourself, Lee, uh, Jason Williams, and a few others who tried to get there but couldn't mm. quite get there. Um, that was such a great, almost like just bonding experience for us as accountants, yeah. um, but also really starting to understand and appreciate each other and our own uniquenesses and the way we approach business. Because whilst we are similar in our desire to be be good and do good, we approach it all differently in our own way as well. Absolutely. And this was pre-COVID, so we were so, so lucky to be able Literally to Literally like that, a right? month pre-COVID. I know, right? So who would have known? And that actually did get us through COVID. Mm. But what I loved about that experience was it was really grounding. It got you back to thinking about just the basic foundational pieces of the work, getting rid of all of the chuff around it, all of the noise. And, you know, it was limited phone coverage. I was It was on limited sparkling water. So mm-hmm. for me, that's like, ah! Three trips to the shops just to find Ellie the right sparkling water because I kept coming back with a still water or with a mineral water for her. (laughs) I'm completely addicted to this stuff. But I got to meet and genuinely connect with some amazing people in Mm. the accounting industry. But what I loved about that was it wasn't just about accounting tech. It was about bringing in all of these concepts and ideas around growing your mindset, around culture, around leadership. And 
really learning a bit more. And so often we do have to feed ourselves, whereas a Rumble was about being fed mm. by you but about all of our peers. Mm. And so we are so good at what we do and each of us has a different way of doing it. And so learning from each other was an incredible experience and I'm hoping that's what this podcast is about too, that we can learn from each other. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head and I think that's that's an evolution of what we did together there that we'll continue to do. So if anyone's listening and they want to come on a rumble, hit me up and I can <laughs> find some details for you and make it happen. But okay, absolutely. Come <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> but it is. It's it's about it's about learning together and it's about recognizing that not one person has all the answers. Now we're gonna share some of our story and hopefully that helps people out there, but we're gonna we're gonna look to unpack further of what that means of things beyond just what technology can I use to lodge a tax return but how can I connect with my clients how can I understand my value how can I care for my people how can I how can I there's so many questions that we have outside of just the actual thing that we do that is so important for us to answer and I think the other thing here is longevity in the career and this Mm. is really where I actually want to start unpacking our stories um you need to be engaged and love what you do to have longevity in your career. And um, Andrew, you were speaking to me just briefly around, I guess, your story. And mm. maybe you can tell the listeners, you know, how it is and what was your kind of moment in accounting that kind of led you to Illuminate? Yeah. So I can, I'll go back all the way back to like high school days. Cause I mean, I'm only 35, so it wasn't that yeah, long ago. Um, I've got I, 10 years on you. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Mind blown. Okay, wow. keep going. Okay. If I can look as good at you at the age of four, <laughs> I'm happy with that. So so I'm I'm in high school, I'm good with numbers, all that works. I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. And one day in a newsletter there's a advertisement for a cadetship with KPMG. I don't really know what that meant. I looked into it and I thought, well, KPMG was accounting. So I applied for it. it. Happened to be that that night was like the due date for the application. So I jumped online, filled in this thing, um, and you might know that I look not look quite look like an accountant now. Back then, I had I was like I was a punk rocker growing up. I still kind of am, but back then I had like the emo fringe. I had like the dyed black hair with a bleach white fringe. I had eyebrow piercing, ear ear piercing. Like I was that kind of dude. Um, so going through the interview process with KPMG, like I had to kind of prepare a bit of that back because KPMG is not that kind of organization. And and so I ended up scoring this position. Um, a public school kid from Frankston well getting one of 12 cadetship positions in Melbourne. And it was amazing. But very, very sliding doors moment. There. Sliding doors moment. But very, very quickly did I realize that who I am and how I operate doesn't fit in that environment. Um, and that's that's not a slight on larger corporate accounting firms like KPMG and the like, but that's more just a matter of me realizing who I am and where I fit. So I, I was there for a good six years. I ended up getting made redundant during the global financial crisis mm. in the second round of redundancies at KPMG, yeah. which was pretty emotional. Um, uh, but at the same time, I called my wife about it and and she'd been looking for work for a while herself. She'd been caring for her mum who'd done well and she was looking to return to the workforce and had no luck for six months or so. Half an hour after I told her that um, I've been made redundant, and sorry, it wasn't my wife yet, it was my fiancé at the mm. time, she calls me back half an hour later and says, you never believe it, I just got a job. Wow. And then a week later I'm at Bonnie Doon, uh, which we'll all know from the, the castle, with, oh, with, a, with a mate, and they're like, where would you like to work? I'm like, well, I did this work experience back in the day when I was a kid at this place. And the next day I get a phone call from a recruiter saying, there's this accounting firm that's interested in talking to you, and it was the same place that I did work experience at. That was so meant to be. 
And so all of a sudden I'm back down I to where. Just got goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it is it, yeah. it is a, a whole flow of that. And yeah. then so I'm working for a couple of years at this suburban accounting firm on the Mornington Peninsula, and I'm 26 years old and I'm bored. So I realized like me naturally, like accounting and numbers is something that I find relatively easy. I'm pretty good at it. I'm comfortable in that space, but it just becomes repetitive because I got to the point where it's just like numbers in boxes that get submitted and, and maybe I'm solving a problem here or there with the numbers and the boxes, but, it, but I was just really lost a bit of direction on that. Um, and it wasn't until I started realizing that behind every number and every box is a business and behind every business is a person, behind every person is hopes and dreams and goals and all these things they want to achieve. Mm. And that changed my perspective on the accounting world. And it said, well, what can I do to bring my accounting skill set, my personality and help these people through what they do? Mm. So I sought out some mentoring, met a guy by the name of Jason. And a month later, we started an accounting firm together. Crazy. I hadn't met the guy before. Literally, like it, I, hadn't, I had one client at the time, no savings. Um, it, was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's kind of the story to get to Illuminate. Now, to get to here, that's where I am today. That's a whole nother <laughs> seven hours of podcast. In, that's right. We're unpacking that over a number of podcasts. We'll, we'll save that again. But, but Ali, I know, I know you've had a, a bit of it. I know you've played in some of the large, larger accounting firms as well. And yeah. obviously now you find yourself in, within All In, which is no longer on that scale, but still with a lot of impact. What, what's been your journey from to the point of starting All In? Yeah. So my story is one where... I've just always known I wanted to be an accountant and um, my dad was an accountant. I think it's just genetic runs in the family. And so I knew as soon as I got out of school, I wanted to do accounting um, and I wanted really to start a job. So I started in this, um, you know, really small uh, one partner firm and, um, you know, just an admin and he didn't actually know I was studying accounting at the time. And then I asked him, you know, when um, exams were due, I said, oh, look, can I take some time off? He's like, oh, what are you studying? I'm like, oh, I'm studying accounting. Oh, what do you mean? You're now an accountant in my business. And I'm like, way. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I know, right? I don't know why I didn't have the audacity to ask beforehand, but I was shy and had mm. no idea. So, um, yeah, I basically worked with him for 13 years and, and uh, he merged with lots of different businesses to become a mid-tier, um, to become PKF, which is now BDO. Yep. In Adelaide. And I love that whole experience and that whole journey. And recently, actually, I put up on some of my socials my story. And so if you want to delve a bit deeper, obviously, have a look at that. But mm. um, it became evidently clear that I wasn't going to get past manager. And I absolutely loved what I was doing. And I, and I really felt that I could go further. So I moved to an employer of choice at the time for women, which was Deloitte, and spent seven years there, which was an amazing experience. I learned an enormous amount around brand, around identity, around marketing, and around the cloud, which mm. is kind of where my cloud journey started in 2010. And that literally revolutionized my journey. And then I branched out to another firm for a few years to help them kind of get on that cloud journey. And I got to that point where I was quite frustrated that I wasn't kind of going anywhere. You know, that uh, dangy, you know, mangled carrot that they uh, mm -hmm. dangle mm -hmm. in front of you, which is equity. That yeah, was just Next year, next year we'll talk about yeah. it. Next year we'll talk about it. And I met every KPI and just never got there. And mm. so I just got so frustrated. And what I was delivering to, a you know, to clients outside in that tech space and the cloud space and advisory – um, I wasn't able to deliver internally and I felt like a fraud. And yeah. so I actually worked with Lee um, at that prior firm. And so we actually branched out and created All In. And I say that we started with a big bang um, because while well, I had 25 years of experience behind me at the time, I had an enormous amount of, you know, skill set. So you, you were ready to go. You I were was planned. ready to roll. So I was this planned. is different to me. I was just like, you yeah, know right? what? 
Yeah, sure. Let's do the like for me. Like as as horrible as this sounds, I was like, hold on, I can charge clients like two hundred and fifty bucks an hour. I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> Little did I know the reality of what it actually means in <laughs> growing so an accounting firm. I know, but like, so I just did the numbers. I'm like, well, if I work like twenty hours a week at two hundred and fifty, my gosh, I'm gonna make so much money. <laughs> I was planned. I was strategized. I knew what I was. I knew my specialty. I knew how I was gonna brand. It doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> This doesn't sound like organised, efficient, ready to go. I think people underestimate me and I don't know whether they do that for you too because um, I, I am very, you know, friendly and authentic. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, give everything away really because um, it is all about community. But yep. behind that there is an enormous amount of thought and strategy and planning and care. I care for, mm. and I know that you do for every single one of your clients and I want them to succeed. Like I want to be their biggest cheerleader. Yeah. And I think when you find the key to open that up, it brings that longevity in the career. It brings the joy. Yeah, totally. And so the, the whole planning thing is interesting. I think we're, we're both very similar but, but go about it differently where I am well planned, I am ready to ex- execute, but often it looks like I'm falling upwards. And I, I had this conversation <laughs> with some friends I, the other day. That's what I mean by people underestimating. Yeah, it's right. like oh, you, you're just constantly you're falling upwards. I'm like, well, look, to some extent you could say that I'm, I took a bet and I, I did something that was risky and I, and I took a chance on that. And to some extent, yeah, I was lucky that it worked. But I'm also confident in the actions that we're taking and I've, I've put enough thought into that to understand the direction we're trying to go in and also I'm comfortable with it not working. Yeah. And that's one of the things I learned very early on is like just understand what's the worst that can happen. One of my favourite sayings, Andrew, is um, if you're going to fail, just do it quickly and cheaply. Yep. But you've got to give it a go. And that's yep. what I say to my clients as well. I'm sure you do as well. Like you have to give it a go because if you don't, you're literally stuck in the rut. You're mm. not going anywhere. And, you know, you can – I understand that things happen in business and you can, you know, get upset about it and – you know, you either wallow in it or you step up and do something about it. And I think both of us at some points stepped up and did something about it. We did. And yeah. it hasn't been easy nope. uh, at all. I'm in my ninth year uh, of running Illuminate. Uh, I'm in my fifth year of running Illuminate without the business partner that I founded Illuminate. Um, I'm in my second year of having other team members in equity. Um, we are a team of 18 going on 20 at the moment. We were 10 seven months ago. Wow. Um, so even this last 12 months, I mean, ignore COVID, but like the growth that we've gone through naturally because of where the business is at and where it's been heading has been crazy. And I think, I just think back to the day that it all started and I go, is this what I thought it was going to be? And <laughs> honestly, no. Yeah. Because at that point in time, unlike you, I was young and immature and just wanted to work more closely with people. I wanted to be more relational in my approach. Mm. And I just f- knew that it would f- work out eventually. Mm. And it wasn't until about four or five years in when I bought out my business partner that I started becoming a lot more prepared, planned, documented vision, like like I could articulate and write down the vision as opposed to naturally living it out. And for me, that was the catalyst for the growth and the the vision and who Illuminate is now. Mm. Whereas the first four and a half years was me just figuring out what it means to be at that level of leadership. Because I went from being a, an accountant, not a manager, just an accountant, mm. to owning a, a, an accounting business, yeah. which was so much fun. Yeah. And so for me, All In is literally in its third year, so it's still a baby. Mm. Um, but because we had all, like we did this five-year business plan and we kind of met it 
like really early and I was like, what? <laughs> Five and, years in one. Right, yeah. And so I've had this, you know, in, we've had enormous growing pains and it hurts, right? Mm. So how do you work through all of that? And that's some of the things that we'll unpack in in. I cannot wait to like share some like wounds that yeah. we've gone through, <laughs> yeah. but also like, yeah, underestimating ourselves. Yeah. I think is something that we can talk about and, and hopefully share some more stories to people as well is because there's, there's sometimes that we just, we act as accountants, we're often naturally conservative, mm. no matter how creative and crazy we can be, we're still going to be naturally conservative. And I think that often restricts our ability to impact our clients, but also to grow our own businesses because of that yeah. conservative, fear-based nature of yeah. if it goes wrong, what would happen. So I think we're more naturally conservative. Yeah, we definitely are. But that's okay. I think maybe that's why we go into it. I mean, something there's obviously something you know in the genetics or in our minds that lead us down a certain path. Um, but, uh, the, you know, the point I make here is about the longevity in the career and that's what I really want to unpack with you because you speak a lot about, um, you know, kind of branching out. Into, I speak about not being an accountant. Yeah, and so I'd love to unpack what the, why that is mm. versus why do I want to con- continue on as well. Absolutely. Well, maybe that's something we can talk about on one of our next episodes when we do. We might wrap this up for today, which is a bit of a good chat to learn about where we've come from, at least to get to a starting point. But I think the next episodes that we run through, we're going to go through a lot about what we've learned over the last three years for you, nine years for me, but also the rest of our career and outside of our career and our personal lives as well and how that's impacted what we've done. Uh, if you're out there and having a listen and there's something you want us to talk about and you want to learn about us, um, just ask us a question and we'll look to kind of throw that in there to uh, our topic as well as if you think there's someone else out there that would be interesting to hear from, let us know and we'll uh, we'll hit them up and try and have a chat. Absolutely. It's been wonderful talking to you, Andrew. I look forward to many more. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us and learn more about our journeys to getting to this point today. Now, for you, the rest of our adventure is not going to be about our journey, but it's going to be about a whole bunch of other topics that are really relevant in the accounting business industry. But what is even more exciting for us is that we're not taking this journey alone. Ta-da! Right? So not only are you going to be coming along with us, but we have been very privileged to have four founding sponsors join us to support us to encourage these type of conversations going forward. They are the amazing FYI Docs, Toa Global, Practice Ignition and BGL. Thank you so much to those four legends. We will tell you more about them. We love them. The reason we love them so much is that we work with them closely already. We've got great relationships and we think they are a good reflection of doing good in the accounting industry, which is what we hope that our journey and our adventures and our conversations will help for you. So if you're ready to be part of this adventure, you can check us out on all the relevant social networks at Accounting Adventures, or you can check out our website, accountingadventures.com.au. And make sure if you're there and you like what you're hearing to rate, review and share. Let's build that community. Hang on. See you next time.